Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello. Hello. <laughs> wow, that ent- that that intro is great, mate. I love it. Funky new one. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Very vibrant. I thought so. It's a new thing, new year, new vibrancy. Is that a thing? Can you say that? Or <laughs> you can in January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you made everything all right. Yeah, not too bad. And lazy day today, so it's not been it's not been too sad at all. So, but yeah, I'm doing all right. You doing okay? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's good. My wife is at her um, her due tonight for work, so I have the house to myself. Oh, nice, nice. I can scream as much as I want. Ah! <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, welcome to the show. Anyone watching, um, if you want to get in touch with us, if you just type in wherever you're watching, on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, uh, we'll get a message for you. We can pl- display it on the screen. And hello to everyone watching us on Tumble today. We're on Tumble for the first time. We've never been on Tumble before. So I thought it was like a nursery rhyme thing. But anyway, so yeah, we're on Tumblr as well. So if you comment on there, we should be able to get that as well. So welcome along to today's episode. Um, I thought it was the, um, a dating app, Tumble. <laughs> I've got the wrong one, have I? Okay. I hope we're not on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, we've been on there as well. So that, that's pretty good. Um, anyway, so what have you been up to? What music stuff have you been doing this week? Uh, I watched an old video, an old um, concert video from 1978 in Dallas by the Stones. Have you right. ever seen this one? In Fort Worth. I've seen bits of it, I think. Yeah, I it was for their, um, their Some Girls tour. Right. Excellent. I loved it, mate. I loved it. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Some Girls album, you know, I bought that when it first came out, you know, I'm that yeah. old. And it, you had the one where you would, the sleeve would come out and the faces would line up with the holes on the album. So it was, you know, it was the original one. It was great. And there was that song about Some Girls, and it was really risque at the time. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> they talk about different types of girls and what they like. And one right. was just too much. So they had to bleep it. They couldn't play it on a lot. It was, but I loved it. It was, I was like 15. I was like, yeah, get in there. <laughs> I love but it. it was great. It was really great to see them out there, you know, when they were really uh, musically perfect. I remember um, him playing the intro to, um, forget what it is but it's just a very simple it sounds really simple but it's he's all over the place and he's like looking around and just doing it by by heart you know yeah. excellent guitarist excellent guitarist is that ronnie wood or is that no it was the other one uh keith keith all right and is that is um ronnie playing in that lineup was it seven yeah, years yeah, yeah years. that was his first um his first album that he did with him yeah. fantastic i watched a film today on a guy called connie plank um, and the name's not familiar with most people, but to be fair, I didn't know much about him until I started looking into him today. And he uh, was a producer and he produced um, Ultravox. So Vienna was his big one. Yeah. And he basically was a German producer and he built um, a studio in a farmhouse. He bought a farm and then built a studio in it. And the artist was nice. going to stay. And it's really, really cool. And it's written by his son made it. And it's about him finding out like uh, Kraftwerk recorded there. There were earlier albums where um, Florin was playing flute and things like this. Um, that was there. And then, um, yeah, it's just a really interesting documentary. I didn't know he'd done so much stuff. Yeah. Um, and where was that? Was he, what nationality was he? He was German. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And is it, is it Neu? Did I say that right? N-E-U. Neu? That was one of the bands that was there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Rhythmics went there as well, recorded. Nice. Bowie went there, but they didn't mention Bowie for some reason. But yeah, it was, um, it was really interesting. So I was watching a bit of that today. That, that's really, really cool. Considering I didn't know anything about him, he's actually a really interesting guy. And he was a complete producer. Like, he would work you know, 17 hours a day and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's weird though, because the way you sound, the way you um, talk about him, he wasn't really a plank at all, was he? He was a nice guy. <laughs> he was a nice guy. <laughs> anyway, oh, we've got a jam-packed show tonight, mate. We've got a lot to get to. 
We have, yeah. We've got some yeah, really cool videos for you. We've also got um, a track of a cover. We're going to play later one, but we're not going to tell you what it is and see if people can guess what it is once it plays. Cool. I cool. think that's a good way of doing it. We won't give it away. We'll just let them guess. Yeah, all right. That sounds good. Very cool. Um, did you want to play a video? Yeah, let's get right into it. This band is called um, Kiss Kiss Kill. They're a really cool band from here in England. This is a lockdown video, so it's a little, it's a couple years old, but it's it's a lot of fun. The song is called LSRS. Don't ask me what it means. I have no idea, and they won't tell me. But it's fun, so why don't we get right into that now? Okay. It's amazing that some of these bands aren't signed, isn't it? 
I know, mate. You know, this is why I love independent music so much. You know, I have friends that say, no, nah, I've, you know, I've, I've got my music that I'd listen to and I'm happy with that now. But, mate, there is so much good stuff. It's fantastic. That, that was really good. Very professional sounding as well. Yeah. Um, for people that have just joined us that are newbies watching the show, we should explain that Pete does uh, a show where you play unsigned and independent artists, right, Pete? That's it. Yeah. Unknown sounds with Pete Saxer. Yeah. All we do is play independent music that send us their music. So they don't have managers. They don't have public relation guys. They send me the music my, to myself to me and I play it and that's it. And it's that's great. It's been, it's been going on for years. So if you're watching the show and you want to get in touch, here's Pete's email address on the screen. Um, you can get it from there. You can email. That's the right one, isn't it, Pete? Yeah. It is, yes. <laughs> Make sure, yeah. Uh, you can email him there, and uh, that's how you get in touch and get on the show. Yeah, um, and there'll also be a link tree for me, and there'll be a submissions link. Make it a little bit easier. Yeah, so we'll put them on the bottom of the description. Yeah, the cool. As well. And all that. Yeah, but that band is fantastic, and I love the sing. I love the the female voice. Do you remember the band X? Were they big here? Um, I don't think so. No, late eighties, early nineties. Well, the fantastic, fantastic band, and she reminds me so much of the singer there, Egg Scene, and she's been going on for years now. Yeah, and I think this band has the legs to do that as well. Had a fantastic, like Paramore sound as well. The band Paramore, yeah, right, exactly. them, yeah. Really, yeah. I mean, you can tell they're just having a lot of fun. It is, yeah. Considering that was lockdown, and there was a lot of sheds yeah. in that video. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to have a shed. I haven't got one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're a real man, you have a shed. I know. I've only got like a half one that hangs off the house. <laughs> I can That's right, man. You'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's terrible, isn't it? Um, so, what should we talk about now? What do you want to talk about? All right, well, we can do a few things. We've got somebody in the waiting room. We have indeed. Oh, we do. I love this guy. Um, <laughs> we could we could bring him, we could get him in now, or if you want to talk about, did you do an interview lately that you uh, want to share, and you want to wait on that? I did a fantastic interview with a guy called Tim Staffel. Uh, Tim was, if I, I think it's fair to say he was in the early version of Queen. So it was um, Brian May, Roger Taylor, and Tim Staffel, and mm -hmm. they did uh, the Smile demo. Um, and the song Earth was on it. And, but the big one that people probably would know if you're a Queen fan is doing all right. Yeah. So Tim was, um, well, Tim's many things. He's a fantastic singer, fantastic songwriter, and a lovely guy. And in the film Bohemian Rhapsody, if you've seen it, anyone that's seen it, Queen are playing a band, uh, playing a set, and then Freddie comes in the crowd and he's watching this band. And that's, that's Tim playing the bass. I, I, I don't think that's, that's supposed to be Tim. Um, and then is it really Tim or is it just someone playing Tim? Because he's 70 now. Good um, <laughs> makeout job. And um, so um, anyway, so what happened was is um, it then cuts to the film and, and they go, Humpy Bong. And he goes, yeah, they're going somewhere, man. And all that sort of stuff. And, you know, he's just a tiny footnote in this Queen story in the film. But, you know, he's a massive footnote in the Queen story when you think about it. Because if he didn't yeah. leave, Freddie Puddy would, probably wouldn't have joined Smile because he didn't want to get in the way and intrude. Because Freddie was a nice guy and he knew Tim for years. Tim knew Brian for many years because they went to school together. Um, and they did do an all right on Queen's first album. And then obviously it's in the film as well. And um, he's just a really lovely guy, really down to earth. We spoke about, you know, his influences. We spoke about Humpy Bong as well, the band that he left Queen for. Because I said, you hear it in the film and you you hear about, you know, in the books, you read it, it says you left them for so-and-so. So, you know, you know, I, I listened to it. It's actually a really good song they released. It's like a country mm. song. And I said, and he said to me, you know, at the time, Queen were playing pubs and youth centers and all that and not really get anywhere. But the guy, Colin Peterson, that was the drummer for the Bee Gees was in Humpy Bong and, and some guys from Love Affair that had Everlasting Love. So there was these people that were in a, that basically started a band that had had chart success. You yeah. see what I mean? So you see why if someone says, do you yeah. want to join our band? You're going to go, yeah. Cause you're actually, yeah, that was an enticement, wasn't it? Definitely. Yeah. But also they've been there and there's more links to getting where you want to go. So it made total sense for him to do it. And mm -hmm. then obviously he left and then queen became queen. So, you know, but he's a lovely guy, but I just thought I'd play you a quick bit of the interview, uh, which is available right. on his channel. Um, and he talks about writing songs with Brian, including doing all right. I'm just going to leave us on the side by the way. Okay. And I think Brian and I first collaborated on step on me, which was, uh, is that on, is that on the smile album? It is. Yeah. It, it, God blimey. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, and doing all right. Those mm. were the first two that we collaborated on. And and from that moment on, I don't think we, we didn't... I think that kind of broke the... That broke the duck, as it were. That 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 opened the floodgates. Well, it didn't exactly open the floodgates, but it, it, it opened the sluice gates, so a chink... Uh, so a little bit of water came through, and then... Uh, and then one summer, I think it was the summer of 68, I was just getting so 
I've got to write something. I've got to write something. So I ended up writing Earth. And um, and that was it. Once I'd written Earth, I never stopped. And that that's Tim there. Lovely. That's lovely. great. He's so down to earth and he's a really sweet man. And yeah, he doesn't seem bitter at all. He doesn't, know, And he sort of says, uh, you know, I didn't ask him, but he brought up, he said, you know, I, I was jealous of their success only because like, like we were talking about Brian May and Brian May basically took his dad to Madison Square Garden and said to his dad, look what we're doing. And his dad then went, oh, I finally get it. Well, why oh. you did this music stuff. And I said that story to Tim and Tim was like, that's the only reason, you know, I would feel a little bit jealous because I couldn't sh do the same to my dad. Yeah, and I said to him, yeah. "Well, you made a record. What are you talking about?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you always did make a record, you know. But interestingly, the doing a right single, which is off the Smile demo, I think is better than the Queen version. And I really do. And I, I said that to him, and he's 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 sort of laughed. But you I, know what, though, mate? You're. I think you're right because I listened to both of them because we discussed this a little while ago. Yeah, and I listened to both of them. His voice, and it is him singing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, He's, it seems there's it's smoother. There's more emotion in it, and I think it's probably because he co-wrote that song. Definitely, yeah. And the guitar, like Brian May, I'm not dissing Brian May now, but the the guitar's too heavy on the Queen version, I think. Yeah. Where it, where Brian May would do that, but this version is, is more gentle and has more of a flow to the track. And uh, yeah, but if you get a chance, check out the interview. It's really good fun. He's a really lovely guy, and we also played a track from his new album at the end of the. Um, the interview as well he gave me a song to play so he's a nice. generally generally all around nice fella still gigging as well i'll, I'll put that there as well he's going to gig next oh. year so i'm going to try and go along and watch him live because i think he's he's a really nice guy and it'd be fantastic to see him live as well especially if he does doing all right because you're going to hear yeah. it <laughs> so yeah he's still around and gigging as well so we'll put a link to tim's website as well in the description so people can find that because he's very good very good it's great yeah so yeah. i think gonna... it's time to bring the guest on okay do you want to play a song first or are we just bringing him on yeah let's play um one of his songs first. It's an early song by him. And he actually sent this song. This is the first song he sent into Unknown Sounds. And it was the first song we played on Unknown Sounds at the Revenge FM launch party. Wow. Here's the video for it. Here's It's Good by Mr. It's not 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nick, how you doing, mate? Good evening, chaps. How are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. Good. Fantastic. <laughs> this is Nick, also known as Mr. Fall Rise. Nice. Whereabouts in the world are you, Nick? I'm in uh, Newark-on-Trent in Nottinghamshire, if you know that. I've heard of it, yeah. What you got? You got snow up there or not? Uh, rain. Oh, lovely. <laughs> hey, and we got that here, too. And lots of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Mate, do you recognize that song? It's good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I want to see you're still with us. <laughs> yes, yes, I recognize it. Seems like a long time ago now, though. Yeah, it, it was, but you still have some new music coming, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And I've, this next song I'm working on that I was chatting to you about, Pete, uh, mm -hmm. Generation X, that has took on a life of its own now. And... Um, I can't wait to get that, get cracking with that one. Fantastic. <clears throat> yeah, Nick and I had a little chat. Sorry, my voice is... Nick and I had a little chat. It's on the Unknown Sounds with Pete Sachs, a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, we talked about his career and what he likes to do, all his music, his influences. It's really quite good. Um, and it's gotten some, some views. Mate, you must have a lot of friends. <laughs> not that many. <laughs> Believe me, not that many. I was quite surprised, actually, pleasantly surprised. So... It's all yeah. good. Yeah, me too. And, you know, it's great too for me because a lot of bands have been contacting me saying, can I come on the show? <laughs> oh, brilliant. Nice yeah. one. No, it's great. Yeah. That song, It's Good, as we discussed the other day, and I said earlier earlier that you were the, that was the very first song that we played on Unknown Sounds because yeah. you were very uh, a very early supporter of the show. Yeah, I, I said that in straight away. I thought, I was hoping I'd be the first one. So um, it all worked out well. Yeah, it did. It did. And Robbie, I want I want both of you guys to know you two are the biggest fans of the eighties that I know. Oh. <laughs> you guys would be best mates. Did you notice a lot of the uh, <laughs> did you notice a lot of the references, uh, Robbie? I did, yes. And you had bullseye in there as well. So anything with bullseye is a winner, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so, I've, I've even got this can you see this t shirt? Oh, I love it. That's wicked. That's probably that is what I could have won. <laughs> so when you was constructing a song like that, did you sort of have in mind game shows and TV shows when you were when you were writing it and the feeling you had when you used to watch those programs and stuff? Yeah. When I was listening to all the catchphrases from like Bob Monkhouse and Bruce Forsyth, I was like, I can join all this up. <laughs> and before I knew it, that is exactly what I did. <laughs> I've watched I've watched those old game shows, you know, like three, two, one, blankety blank. But Bullseye, I must have watched every single episode twice <laughs> over. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. It's so funny in all the sort of wrong parts, if you like. It's just so funny. It's great, especially now as time and technology moves on, and you see the prizes. Yeah, oh my, yes. You get yes. like five people win a kitchen. Like, how's that going to work? <laughs> but when I was a kid, I used to think those prizes were amazing. But like you say, Robbie, now it, it's laughable, really. <laughs> yeah. And uh, was it, he says, I'm going to take the break to count out the money. And Peter K says, what is it in pennies, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> it's like 30, 30 pounds or something. But that's the 80s. Are beautiful. It was great. Loved it's it. It's great. It's a great nostalgia thing. I went to the 80s Rewind uh, Festival in Henley in the summer, and it was pretty much like walking through the, the 80s again, the whole decade. There was people dressed up as Vivian and Magnum. And, oh, nice. And, uh, nice. There's all like T-shirts everywhere and stuff like that. It's, <laughs> it's just nice when you hit the homage right. It's a wonderful feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's um, and, for me the best decade, personally. Yeah. yeah. And the song also, is it's not just fluff, is it? It's not just talking about the game shows. It's got a deeper meaning as well. Yeah, it, it follows a life story, if you like. Um, show me what I could have won. You know, we, when we're at work doing our nine to five thing and we're thinking, oh, my God, is this it? You know, you know, somebody show me what I could have won. Is there a better, a, something better out there? Is There may be, there may be not. But yeah. it's just a question. 
an escape from reality. I don't know. But that is what the song's about, trying to tie it in with life. Yeah, it's quite existential, I think, you know, because you talk about it's good, but it's not quite right. And you also say, is there someone out there spinning my wheel of fortune? You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's, I, know. I, I think, think that line, it was just a fluke. How oh, that tied into the other thing. It was just a fluke, but I'll take that fluke. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You remember what's his name? Uh, the science fiction writer that they made Scientology about. One day there's going to be a, a religion about you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least the soundtrack would oh. be good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you might not speak to your family again, but your soundtrack's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Be long Tom, after I'll be friends Sorry. with Tom Cruise. All right. <laughs> it's great. So, That's great. Did that track come off an album or an EP or anything like that? It's uh, it's on it's on an EP I've got, um, but I'll have to up that, update that again next year when I add the next song to it. But um, it's costing me a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I think is I need one of the a big reasons. Sponsor. That... Yeah, exactly. This is one of the reasons why I played his music because. When he first sent it in, he told me, you know, he's got a nine to five job. He just works a day and then he saves up to and he writes the songs. He saves up and he records them and he's still doing that. He's doing it because he loves the music and he loves expressing himself like that, which I think is the best. That's the best way music should come out. And I, I love that about him, about you, mate. Sorry. <laughs> he's not dead. <laughs> I usually talk about him. He's never there. <laughs> yeah, I, must, I must admit, if if it wasn't a financial thing. Uh, I'd probably be just releasing any old rubbish, but I think because I've got to save up, I have to make sure the song is worth the money. So I think that's probably why I'm really happy with the songs I've done so far, because I've had to really earn the song, if you like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you put your next your next EP any old rubbish? I think that'd be great. Like that's a great title. <laughs> or yeah. Something like that. That's great. So what's the, um, you're from Nottingham way. What's the gig scene like in Nottingham? Is it quite an active music scene up that way? Um, I think it is. Yeah. Um, actual Nottingham city centre, I think it's quite lively. And in fact, Newark as well. There's, it's quite, I'd say it's better in Newark, actually. There's some mm. um, good live venues in Newark. So I live in the right place. And is it quite an active music scene in general, or do you see a lot of pubs closing that used to play bands? And is it struggling up that end? Uh, not in Newark. No. Newark's actually doing really well. There's a great pub here called the Flying Circus, and they've got like live acts on almost every night. Wow. So yeah, it's really good to see. Like you say, a lot of venues closing down. Where I'm originally from, Doncaster. That's like a ghost town now, unfortunately, but that used to be amazing for live bands. Mm. So do you get out these days? Do you get out a lot? Do you put your slippers away and put your Doc Martens on and go see some gigs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do love putting the slippers on, don't get me wrong, Pete. Oh, yeah. But um I've got a few gigs lined up for next year that I'm going to. Um Book Cherry, if you know them. Yeah, I know them. Yeah. And uh, the Gaslight Anthem. So that's a couple I've yeah. got lined up. That's sort of what I'm into. A bit of punk and a bit of rock. Yeah. Keeps me ticking over. Good, and good, good. Is your style changed now? You, like you said, you're adding to your album and EP as you're going along. Is the style changing as you go or is it still punk rock or have you changed a bit? I think, I think it's gone from being quite cheesy to I'm getting a bit more experience with writing and making things work. So... Definitely. Like there was two songs that Pete touched on uh, last time where I was, uh, I went through a bit of a tattoo Jesus phase <laughs> and um, I just kept singing about that for quite a long time. And I'm like, I think I best just sort of drop that a little bit. <laughs> so it's definitely evolving in one way or another. Right. Yeah, definitely. Your newest one, No Love, is a, it's quite, a, it's a, a departure. And even with yeah. the, um, where the video is made as well so very yeah. very different nice yeah definitely i think that's slightly more rocky and i think the next song's slightly more rocky as well but i do want to still keep a little bit of punk in there mm. but i'm trying to lose the cheese if you like <laughs> never lose the cheese <laughs> i love the cheese if you got to like guest on an album from a from one of your idols who would it be oh um zig zig sputnik 
Great. I absolutely love Zig Zig Sputnik. They saw, they were like a game changer for me. They were so way ahead of their time. And so many people didn't get it. But um, mm. I loved them. And um, I'd, I'd love to do something with Zig Zig Sputnik. That's amazing. For people that don't know who they are, they're sort of like a punk electro band, would you say, for the time? Electro? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Sort of futuristic electro electronic dance. Yeah. With a bit of punk. They, that was their big one. Are yeah. they from the 80s as well? Mm. They were, yeah. 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 Mm. Nice. So while Nick's here, we've got an opportunity to play an 80s influence track. So should we keep Nick around so he can listen to it and see what he thinks after yeah. that, Nick? Yeah, that's fine by me. Okay, so I'll give you a bit of background on it. So um, I got contacted by a guy called uh, Kai, and the band's called Valley Highlights, um, and he's an 80s based artist i suppose like everything sounds like the 80s on his album and it's fantastic it's on spotify we'll link it and stuff like that um and it's really good and he does a cover on the album and this is the cover we're going to play we're not going to tell you what it is because we want to see if you, how long it takes for people to pick up on actually what it is so here we go this is um uh valley lights with their cover that i nearly just said the title of <laughs> Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah. 
we go nice <laughs> nick what do you think at, at first i was like oh yeah this is an old course song but it, it goes back further than that doesn't it is it fleetwood mac it is yeah, yeah. oh actually definitely 80s vibe about that definitely the video and whatnot yeah it's, wonder it's wonderful it? when i interviewed him which i think it's going to come out in january february i can't remember now and i said to him like i think if fleetwood mac did that in the 80s that's exactly how they would have done it <laughs> yeah because it's, it's a great, great cover as well. It, did, it literally took me to the first line to work out what it was, though. I didn't get the cover straight away, and I think that's really nice when people do that sort of stuff. Definitely. It's quite soulful, and they really put their own twist on it, don't they? It's nice. What about yourself, Nick? Do you cover anybody, or is there any songs you'd like to cover in the future? Um, I don't know. Well, I sort of sneak bits of songs into my song, so I sort of do half covers, if you like. And the next song... I've sneaked a few songs in there as well, so <laughs> I don't know. I haven't done a fully blown cover yet, but I think I'm. I'm I'll be tempted, but I, there could be any song. I don't know. Nah, I, mate. I'd have to really think about that one. Nah, just do your own, mate. Do your own and slip yeah, those if in. Because I, I can sneak three different songs into one song. <laughs> yeah, they're like little Easter eggs. They're great. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems to be my thing. You know, for the future, I'll keep doing that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we work for David Bowie, why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We've got another, we've got another video by Mr. Farrards. This is his newest song. All right, let's play that one. Nick, do you want to introduce it? Yes. This song is called No Love. And this is heavy, heavily influenced by a, a scene from Miami Vice back in the 80s. And I've also... Pinched a little bit of Love Don't Live Here Anymore by Jimmy Nail, which I think I got to number three in 1985. I thought that was one of the best covers I've ever heard. Um, but yeah, nicked a bit of that and I nicked a bit of this. So here's No Love by Mr. Fall Rise. <laughs>
Hey, Nick, yeah. you but there's four in there. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, name them, uh, name them, Robbie. All right. You've lost, you've lost that loving feeling. I couldn't, couldn't resist. This is not a love song, which is Pit Pill, P-I-L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Image. Uh, uh, Phil Collins, obviously, and then Jimmy Now. There was four in there. I got them. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you're the first person, Robbie, that's mentioned the Public Image Limited. Yeah. This is not a love song. <laughs> what do I win? I got away with that one. <laughs> I feel like I should get a prize now, like bully. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if it's up I'll, there. I'll, I'll have John Lydon after me. Well, we'll see. Yeah, no, he'll love it. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a really cool song. Yeah, again, punk and homage. Brilliant, brilliant. It's yeah. a great track, mate. That's really, really cool. Cheers. Thanks a lot. So when yeah, you, you really got that niche, you know, I, I think you're the only one that does what you do. Well, get ready for the next song. It's very. It's on the same. It's, you know, it's very similar. Fantastic. Keep, that's where I'm at at the moment. Brilliant. So uh, your album, have you got a release date in mind when you want to bring it out at the minute? Or is it literally as you're going and you're making the tracks? It's just as I'm going. You know, I've got I've got copies on CD. Uh, anyone that wants one can have one. There's no release date or anything. If somebody wants one, they just have to message me on Instagram and I'll give them one. All right, we'll put a link in the description so people can get your album because if that's the style of the album, it sounds fantastic. I just love how it works. Yeah. See, this is what he does. He, he doesn't he doesn't want to make any money out of it. He just wants to get his music out there. And <laughs> in the um in our interview, I'm 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 trying to convince him to go on Bandcamp, you know? Because yeah. he doesn't you can give your music away on Bandcamp and it's a great asset. You know, you can just put it out there and people can take it when they want it. That's fantastic. So, so um I'm pushing well, him. Yeah. Oh, you got it, haven't you? We'll put a link in the description for that as well because you got it. That one. It's really, really cool. So, yeah. what's next for you, um, Christmas-wise? Are you touring? Are you just writing some more? What are we doing next? Um, well, Christmas, I'm not going to do anything. But the new year, I think I'm going to do a, you know a big push for next year. I'm going to I'm going to do a live gig. Oh. I'm going nice. to do some rehearsals. I've been speaking to a friend of mine that is he's, he's a solo act and he he does a live set. And I've been asking him how he does it because I want to keep it as a solo act. Um, so I'm going to do some rehearsals, see how it goes. And if it does, I'll be out doing some gigs. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to finish this next song, which gives me an extra song to the set. So hopefully you'll see me out there. Yeah. Fantastic. And will it be just mainly around Nottingham? Are you going to come down to London? You're going to be touring? Uh, a little? It'll be London. Fantastic. I'm, definitely, I'm definitely going to play for you guys first. I've already told oh, Pete cool. that. <laughs> That's that great. Definitely, I'll stick to my word on that one. Oh, fantastic. Because, Robbie, I sent him an email to his Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fallrise email uh, when we were putting this gig together. I asked him to come down and just do a couple of songs. And he never he never got back to me. I was thinking, oh, what, what, what did I say wrong? I <laughs> found out that he, can't, he doesn't have access to that email anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You mean, but yeah, that's great. So next time, in fact, I'm actually working on the next gig now. I haven't told anybody, um, but yeah, I'm going to keep you in mind, mate. You're going to be on there. Yeah, just give me some time to get some rehearsals under my belt, um, and just keep me posted. Oh yeah, definitely. Great. Because next next year, I'm definitely going to get out there. I think that's the next step, really. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, while we're here, I just wanted to say this is the first live uh, stream we've done since the Unknown Sounds gig. And I think it went pretty well. I think we had a great time, fantastic music. It was a lot of fun, wasn't it, Ravi? You were there. It, yeah, it was. A, it was really good. I mean, considering I hope an anchor's legendary anyway, and then yeah. the bands, you know, raise a drink to the bands. They were just so wonderful with each other and friendly, and they were donating their merch and just saying, you know, put some money in and take what you want. It's all for charity which was a wonderful gesture to do. Everyone was so friendly and nice with each other. And it, yeah, it was just a really cool, fun night in a little cool, that turned out to be really sweaty pub. Yeah. <laughs> you stood outside and it was like minus two and then you got in there and it was like an oven door opening. It was terrible, wasn't it? But it yeah. just added to that London atmosphere. And it was great. The camaraderie was great. The bands were great. Um, everyone was just so friendly. Um, um, oh, Becky Williams, she had a fab time at the gig as well. She was there yeah um so yeah it was um it was just a really really cool time that we had and it was just so much fun and yeah i mean the next one it's gonna just build and build isn't it and the more bands we get in the better and the the lineup was perfect so we started yeah. with 
like a folk duo, didn't we, in the a country folk and just built up to rock. And it was just a nice way of segueing the evening along until the last act. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was great. And um, I can announce now that we did make some money on it. Mm -hmm. I was helping to raise 500 pounds for your musicians to defend Ukraine. In the end, I sent over to Lessig and Musicians Defend Ukraine. One thousand seven pounds and thirty three pounds. Hey, well done. That is really fantastic. Well. So, yeah, well. it was really great. He's already spent it. It's <laughs> gone to. It money does not go far these days. He sent it to a guy who is the um, owns a record producing company and a, a disco. He's on the front lines and he's doing all the electronic stuff. And he needed a power source, so I actually wrote it down here. He's got uh, got this thing called. Um, an EcoFlow River 2 portable power station. So that's great. So he's got that so he can get the power to the front lines. And also another guy who is demining the areas that the Russian invaders have left in, you know, with mines everywhere. Um, he's been out there for weeks and weeks and he doesn't have any shelter or anything. So we bought him a military type uh, sleeping bag and blanket. So he can actually sleep out in just in that and it will protect him. So... I'm really happy that we're we're able to help people on a real level like this. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Especially when we got them on before um, the last show we did, we had them on some of them on, didn't we? And they were telling us yeah. firsthand. It's it hits different when it's firsthand, doesn't it? It's, it's yeah, amazing. It makes it real. Yeah, it's lovely. But yeah, hopefully Nick, you can come down for the next one because that'd be fantastic. Yes, yes, I'll be there. Just keep keep me in the loop. Oh, I will definitely, Nick. Thank you so much, mate. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Robbie. Cheers, Pete. All right. See you later, mate. Thank you. Fantastic. What a lovely guy. Nice guy, isn't he? <laughs> he's a lovely guy. Yeah, he's um, a really nice guy. Yeah, it's it's amazing that the gig did so much stuff. I'm sure we'll do a little video montage at some point to show people. Yeah, yeah. We I just got some videos back actually, so I'm I'm looking at those. So yeah. And we we might do something else. So there's there's things in the work just to um keep it going. So it's um, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I had a great time. It was. It was really good fun. And it had a real punk atmosphere as well, which is yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And then um, I think we just raised some glasses quietly because um, uh, Shane McGowan, who passed away during the week, he, there was, uh, when we were looking at there were some pictures of Shane in there as well. So it's got all that sort of history in there. And then yeah. obviously Denny Lane passed away the other day from uh, Wings and yep. Blues. Um, it's, it's a bit of a sweet thing, really, because in the morning I got an email saying they're releasing the 50-year box set of Band on the Run um <clears throat> next summer and then he, in the afternoon i found out denny had passed away it's just like yeah see the new box set and stuff and yeah it's crazy god came down and said denny it's time to go now oh. <laughs> that's not a joke <laughs> <laughs> you're a bad man true, no you know when i when i was young i thought i thought he changed his name denny lane to be like penny lane so paul mccartney would notice him and give him a job <laughs> <laughs> you might have done <laughs> you never know do you yeah you might have yeah now that was sad yeah shane and and denny yeah it was yeah um we've got a christmas song are we playing the christmas song or you want to play it later um yeah we can play it now you want to play I, it now yeah it, it, you know i play this every year on, on unknown towns because it's a lot of fun and it's it's goofy it's great <laughs> okay so here we go it's a mr fall rise song isn't it it is indeed it's the fall go. rise with Christmas number one.
the crap to Jesus do? Cause my song was a Christmas number one It got more radio play than sleep I was feeding the world like band-aid Oh, because of the nights I prayed That my song was a Christmas number one Fantastic. I love he it. He certainly packs a lot into one song, doesn't he? Oh, Jesus Christ, if he says yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, that reminds me, when we I played the song when uh, we had a chat on the YouTube station. <laughs> I told him I was going to write to Mr. Cow, Simon Cowell, to see if we can push it as a number one, but I have to do that. I have to write that down and do that. <laughs> Dear Mr. Cow. <laughs> That's fine. Well, he listens to the I think he sometimes he listens to this show. So Simon, it's a great song. You should definitely push it. I love it. I like the punky style and I like the references. Uh Nick, what you should do is when you've done your entire album, do like a an online sheet where they have to try and find the song titles in the tracks. And if you get them all, they win a prize. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do yeah. That. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um can we talk about um well, obviously, we're going to go in a bit, but can we talk about Kiss for a minute? The band Kiss, yeah, is that right? definitely. And there is one more video to, video I have to play because I know they're listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, is that the Raptors? That one? No, it's um, it's the tension. Oh, okay. Did you send that to me? I've got that one. Yeah. Okay, I might have to find that one in a second. Uh, yeah, I'll find it in a minute. Oh no, okay. I've got it. I've got it, haven't I? Yeah. Um, yeah, you got it. Yeah, I've got it. Sorry. Uh, anyway, yes, just talk about business stuff then. Ignore us. <laughs> I thought because we're jumping down the video list, I forgot where we were. Anyway, right. Yeah. So let's talk about Kiss for a minute. So Kiss did their final tour um, this year. So they finished on Saturday at Madison Square Garden. Um, they did a big one. Right at the end of the gig, they did a load of explosions, a load of fireworks. And then they said, and now it's the next phase of Kiss. And they've got life-sized avatars going on like gigs as kiss so like abba have done in london with the voulez thing uh voyager sorry it's very similar to that so you're going to have like an avatar kiss band um i did a video a reaction video to, to ace fraley's new track um 10,000 volts i put that on the channel today because he's got a new track which is actually really really good um and i put that out and people were saying it's just a money grab how do you feel about that Pete? do you think it's a money grab or do you think it's a it's a good idea for bands to do these avatar things well I was a big fan of Kiss. They were one of the very first bands I loved. They were fantastic. I loved Ace, Ace Freely, sorry, the American version, Ace Freely, and Paul Stanley, and of course, Gene Simmons. But they make no bones about it. They agree. <laughs> They've done more marketing on what, they sell everything with the Kiss label on it. You can even get a coffin that says Kiss on it. That's right. It's amazing. I <clears throat> I'd like to get one of the comics because they put their blood into a Marvel comic, didn't they? Yeah, I had that. Yeah, I was part of the Kiss Army and I had the comics and all that. Yeah, I was mate, I was really, really into it. I loved it. I loved it. Even though my grandmother hated it because of the two S's that look like uh, the Nazi SS, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to throw it out on a limb now. I think they were underproduced in the 70s. I don't think their albums sound that great. 
I think well, the song's they, brilliant, but they won't produce very well, I don't think. Well, I, I think they're overproduced now. You know, I think it's not about the music, it's about the show. Yeah. It yeah. is. You know, you go in there, you still, oh man, I watched a little bit of them on YouTube with Paul Stanley and Ace um, and Gene Simmons talking about the new AI stuff. And they're talking about themselves. They said, oh, we've transcended being human and now we're going to live forever. I think they really believe this stuff, mate. I think <laughs> they're so ego, egomaniacal that they're just, they can't get enough. Yeah. And I think the reason they're doing it is so they could sit home and uh, still make some money on it. I, I'm not putting them down. It's great. And I think AI, is, there's going to be a lot of this happening, a lot of it happening. Yeah. Yeah. But, but in the end, I think good old guy with a guitar sitting in front of you playing it and playing with his real voice, I think that's going to endure. I think this is going to be a fad. It's going to be a trend. Mm. In the end, live music will prevail. Do you think it's like a good idea for say like ABBA that won't tour anymore or maybe Queen where you won't get a chance to see Freddie Mercury do you think it's fair enough to do it in those circumstances what are they going to do just reproduce stuff they've done 30 years ago yeah so with the ABBA Voyager one they basically they do like they, they were different because they were live so they did links but they basically just did the the tracks with the live band playing on the right hand side so there was still a live band playing but the avatars were moving to the live band yeah so when it's someone like that that you you definitely like Bowie, for argument's sake, Bob Marley, you know, anyone like that, uh, Freddie. Um, do you think it's fair enough if they're, they're they're not here anymore and that's the closest, you know, I never saw Bowie. So if, so if there was a Bowie one, that's the closest I get to see him live. Do you think it's the same thing or is it not as good? Mm, no, it's like, a, it's like a comic. It's like a moving comic of him doing it. Right. I, you know what? Bowie has left so much great music mm. that I would rather listen to the music and hear and see him in my head than be constrained to what is on the screen about you know what's happening yeah i don't know i i, I don't really I, I was never one for bringing back bands you know when the police were around a few years ago like they, they were every band i think is of their time yeah unless they're you know the beatles of the stones it encapsulates their time and and once that's gone i think it's gone and it's good to you know listen to the music and remember but there's so much else out there. You know, I don't think we need to be bogged down in this. Come to Unknown Sounds. You'll, you'll find so much to listen to. You'll forget about Bowie. You'll forget about Kiss. And you'll forget about ABBA. <laughs> no one forgets about ABBA. Uh, fair enough. Then. Well, if you've got any comments about it, let us know in the description, um, you know, if, what you think about the AI stuff and if it's a good or a bad idea. I mean, I think it's quite cool because, like I say, I, I might get to see some bands live, especially if they dig up something that you've never heard before, like a, a an album track that was never released and they do that live. That would be quite interesting because you wouldn't expect it if you see what I mean. You it's keep saying like, I'll, I'll get to see them live. They're not live, mate. Yeah, sort of. I'm in the room with an mm. avatar. So. No. <laughs> Anyway, I don't. I don't think we're going to agree on this. I'd that's, rather go see a band. That, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's um, talking of bands, shall we play? Um... Yes, we've got one more band to play. I love this band. They started when they're teenagers. They still may be teenagers. They're from Akron, Ohio. They're fantastic. They're called The Tension. We're going to play. Don't play it yet. We're going to play a song called Peachy Keen. But also, before we talk about them, before we play this song, I just want to say, they're from Akron. And um, there was another band from Akron called The Waitresses. Remember them? I think I've heard of them. I think, yeah. Yeah, they do Christmas rapping. Right, yeah. You know that song. And they did a, a concert. Um, Detention did a concert. And what's his name? Chris, um, Chris Butler, who was in The Waitresses, founding member of Waitress, played with them. He played his guitar that he played in the video of the song they did, which was Christmas rapping. If you get a chance, watch it. It's really fun because they're both from Akron. They know each other and they respect each other. Also, by the way, Chris, he lives in the house where Jeffrey Dahmer lived and committed his first, his first murder. No way. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. He wow. didn't know it. He didn't know that was happening until right before they exchanged, you know, they did the exchange. Like, by the way, we have to tell you this. <laughs> I can't work out if that's cool or not. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a bit creepy. But he says uh, it's got a, you know, the house transcends that. It really makes him feel calm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. But, when he's but, <laughs> but this is a great band. They, like, again, the tension from Akron, Ohio, they're fantastic. Check them out. And here is their video for their song called Peachy Keen. Every 
every morning when I step outside. It seems like nothing's ever wrong. And I'm so sick of it. There's nothing I can fix. Cause life's been peachy all along. terrified of something falling out of place so another day I cry do what I can to get by dropped in so bright is embrace and you scary when people that young are that talented isn't it <laughs> oh man i it's amazing right it's an amazing song yeah yeah very paramora sort of style isn't it yeah 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 really cool yeah it, it's like a it, it's a style to the to their own I, I really love the whole beginning and then it just gets into it and it's just headbanging it's great really good stuff really good stuff and it makes me think that music is in good hands mate the yeah. the modern music is okay I'm not being biased. I think if people didn't know what our show is right now and you just said, oh, these songs will just come out on Radio 1, people would not know the difference. They're that yeah. great, good quality, great songwriting, you know, just structured really well. Brilliant. Yeah. They're, they're brilliant, brilliant songs. It's, it's lovely that we get to do this and play videos and get people to find new music and new bands. and It's really, really cool. <laughs> it's amazing. And, of course, there's a lot more on this, on, like this, on Unknown Sounds. Check it out on Mixcloud and all the uh, podcasting streaming services. Yeah, but we'll be playing lots more here as well on Chatting Sounds. That's right. And we'll stick it on the bottom so you can have links for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, man, it's been fun. Should we wrap yeah. it up, I think? Definitely. I got to go eat. I'm hungry. <laughs> fantastic uh, thanks to everyone that's um, tuned in today check out all the links in the bottom oh, I can't remember what they all are now because I've been saying loads <laughs> you'll see it out there yeah, yeah we'll, we'll find it um, we'll be back soon for another show we'll put some more updates so people can find it and then uh, you can check the show out again subscribe to both find new music love life and we'll see you all soon thanks mate see, see you later bye bye
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.